Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today is Tuesday, November 2nd. Hope you had a very happy and safe Halloween weekend. Steve-O, how are you, buddy? Hello, hello. Doing good, man. Doing really good. Had a a fantastic Halloween. How about yourself? I guess I did ask. You did. It was good. You just uh, came back from another vacation, didn't you? I did. What was that? Oh, it was so awesome. <clears throat> we went to St. Vincent and the Grenadines, which we found nice. out there that that's its own country. It is not a part of Grenada, although it is very close to Grenada. Those are two different countries. Um, Wait, <clears throat> it's its own sovereign nation? It's not yep. a territory of anything? Nope. Uh, cool. I don't think. You put it like that, that makes me question it. They have a prime minister. <laughs> I don't know. I think it used to be, it's like one of those islands like St. Lucia. It's really close to St. Lucia too. So it's kind of one of those islands that was like owned by Britain for a while and then France for a while and then Britain for a while and France for a while. So there's a lot of French people there. So I think it ended with French. Um, But it's mainly just Islanders. And dude, we went through like a charter company, rented a, it's, they called it a yacht, but it was really just a catamaran sailboat. I don't really know what classifies as a yacht, but it was it's kind of like floating. Yeah, the catamarans. Dude, those are sick. Dude, I like those. Oh, it was so great. It's like a, it was probably like a 45 footer. Um, it's essentially just a big RV, a floating RV. It's really all it is. Um, it was, it was great. You had, uh, it, we, you know, hopped around a bunch of islands, kind of the Grenadines, um, went to one, the largest, uh, it's basically like a whole, there's a national park thing. And then it's the, largest reef in the Caribbean went there had tons of like super fresh lobster that they ca- they catch and cook like that day. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was a, I highly recommend it. It was such a fun trip. Definitely. I'm not a huge fan of just go like going to the beach and sitting around on the sand. This was not that it's a much, much more, it's just a different experience. You go to different islands, you go and, snorkel and you can fish and you do all kinds of stuff, man. It was, it was really fun. Um, nice. <clears throat> only negative thing or bad thing, I guess was the AC broke on the boat. Mm. You're essentially floating on the equator. So it is never not hot. Um, sleeping at night was a little scary, but it was, you have like a big porthole. So that kind of the air, when the breeze would blow in, it would blow like cooler air at night into the cabin kind of aired out. So it wasn't just terrible. Uh, I did just make sure I went I went to bed drunk quite often um so I could fall asleep and then um but like you couldn't sleep in because that like the inside of that cabin would be like ninety something degrees by like nine o'clock, so you had to just yeah. get out and like get some air but uh that and then the bathrooms 
Shick, um, my legs aren't as big as they were in college, but you, I still have fairly large quads, quadriceps. Yeah, my legs. You do have thunder thighs. Thunder thighs, correct. Um, shitting in that, it is that those bathrooms are half the width of an airplane bathroom, oh, at wow. least half. And you got a sink that kind of pushes out. So not only do I have to like wedge my way in to into the toilet and like close the door and there's no air like, conditioning. You have to like cross your legs to take a dump. I had to cross my legs <laughs> to take a shit. And what's so bad is because my legs are big for people who don't understand the thunder thigh world that we thunder thigh people live in, uh, especially at least when you're a male, um, or identify as a male, the I had to basically cross my legs to take a crap. Well, the problem with that is that then your, your my urethra can't empty, like my bladder can't, like my legs are cut that part off essentially. So then I had to like unload and then stand and hover, get up, line up so I could open my legs just enough to actually let the pee out, <laughs> and then <laughs> like sit back down and like finish with my legs crossed and then and then wiping was just interesting and oh my god that was i almost started just taking a shit in the ocean but um luckily there was a couple times where we went out of like we were at a restaurant or something we got off the boat in one of the islands and i just went and took a crap in like a normal size bathroom but that's really it man i mean you're kind of you're not roughing it but you're it's it's living in an rb so we did that for a week and it was, I mean, it was great. That was the only time that was uncomfortable. One of the guys that it's actually David who does the Junto with us. He does not have, his legs are much more like a f- woman. He's a very petite little guy anyway. And he got a, finally took a shit and he came out and he was like, how the hell did you do that? I guess he's like, that was pretty tight for me. He's like, you're a lot wider than I am. I'm like, not comfortably, David, not comfortably at all. Mm, so that's gr- gross. That's my trip story. Uh, did you guys do anything for Halloween? Um, the little kiddos were with their dad. Okay. In Orange County. I went down and took Taylor and Brooke. Taylor went and, uh, she trick or treated with a friend. She's a, she's a teenager now. So she just does her own thing. She takes, of course. she has a really, garbage costume that's not really a costume and she takes a pillowcase <sighs> to get candy and it's the worst what is that you know it's all good but i went with brooklyn and then uh we went we went down to her mom's in san diego and then we trick-or-treated with her um her little brother and it was good man apparently here so eve stayed here to to pass out candy and uh i guess there just weren't hardly any trick-or-treaters which was kind mm. of surprising. We kind of have a, a yeah. spread out neighborhood, <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's like I remember it differently as a kid, but it just seems like, and maybe COVID had a lot to do with it. That like people are not into trick or treating the way it used to be. And I, I think, and, and I think maybe, that's because you live in a communist state. No, nah, dude. Now nah, happiness just, has been. We're in a massive. We're in a massive like normal neighborhood. And it just didn't seem like there were many. When we went down to Jenny's, though, they 
their place, there's so many houses and there's like attached houses and apartments and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so there was tons of kids out there and it was awesome. And I think especially because last year, California basically canceled Halloween. Of course they so did. It was good to see everybody be able to get back out and stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. What'd you guys do? Yeah, that's good. Uh, we had, um, <clears throat> so our kids are still young, so they dress up. Steven was um, a glow-in-the-dark stick man, and we got him a cheap one, so it was kind of the stick was pretty, his legs and stuff were pretty bent and curvy, like it didn't, it wasn't straight, so he looked real weird and like crazy looking when he's walking around because it looked all He's broken. just like a Gumby. He looked like, like half Gumby, <laughs> but not, not like, not wiggly enough, you know? Um, and then my daughter, she, she did the... She was Simone Biles, so she for her gymnastics competition team they had the same like u- uniform or onesies or whatever they're called um, as the Olympic team. So she just basically wore that, and then um, so simple. But uh, when I say it's the worst with like your with Taylor is is the teenager that just doesn't dress up at all and still comes to the house and is like trick or treat. They like, did. They, they ended up like doing. Just put some effort into it and then make it a zombie teenager. She drove me nuts. Just do something. She drove me nuts because it's Saturday. We had, we took them because they had a a game. The football team that they cheer for made like the championship game. I thought they sucked. And, uh, well, not enough because I had to take (laughs) them to another damn game last weekend. So they make it to this championship game and they lost. They actually played really well. Like they got smoked by this team when they played them earlier this year. Um, and I was all excited because we were like, no more Saturday games. And they're like, oh, the team made the championship. And we're like, damn it. Damn you. So then we're going home so and Taylor's like, Taylor's like, I don't really, I don't have a costume. I was like, I was like, Halloween is tomorrow. Like you were with me when I took your sister two weeks ago (laughs) to get a costume. And now you say something. So we went to a spirit Halloween. And of course, you know, those, those stores, they only are around for the month of October. Mm -hmm. So they let their whole inventory run out. So we go to the store the night before Halloween. There's nothing in there. So she's like, nothing that you would want. No, exactly. So she's like, well, I just want something easy. It's like a onesie or whatever. I was like, oh, fine. She finds like a shark costume and it's like a youth XL. And I was like, uh, I mean, I guess she's, I was like, do you think this will fit? And she's like, yeah, it should be fine. So of course we get home. It doesn't fit. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad I spent 40 bucks on that. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to wear this. I'm like, oh, that's spectacular. Of course not. And all, it all came down to them like going as witches. So they ended up doing like really cool makeup, but it's makeup they already had. I'm like, why did I go out and spend money like $40 on this costume and for you to just go as like something that you already freaking had? Like, oh, God, she drives me absolutely bananas, dude. So, yeah, so we didn't uh, – we don't have a lot of teenagers here. We have some, and they did good. The ones that were around that we, that I saw, they kind of – I think a bunch of the guys like were like cowboy-ish. They basically just wore jeans and – like straw cowboy hats. So I'm like, well, cool, whatever. Um, and then we had like a neighborhood, this is a new neighborhood that we're in now. And we had this huge, like we had bounce houses and like all the little kids, all the parents pitched in 
pay for bounce houses. We had everybody brought food. And so we basically started like two o'clock in the afternoon, connected his TV, hung it from a tree and got the satellite on it. So like we watched football while we didn't, while we were doing all this, the kids were playing in the bounce house. We just sat around and drank some beer and ate food. It was, it was a pretty cool deal. Um, and then our neighborhood is, it's not that large. It doesn't have that many houses, but it's all one acre lots. So like one lap around is a mile. So we all just like drive around in go or uh, golf carts. And then I drove the truck. So a bunch of the kids could just jump in the back and we just kind of like nice. towed them along and we just did a lap and then went back and watched the Cowboys game. So it was fun, man. It was good. They had a blast and it's cool to see. I don't know. I just remember loving Halloween and running around and trying to see how much candy I can possibly gather. So there's just, it's fun. It's a fun time. Yeah, dude. Right now, I'm. Uh, we, we. I would be remiss not to mention the fact that the Braves are up seven nothing. Oh, they scored again. Inning. Yeah, solo home run. Hell yeah. I. I talked. I was talking about this earlier with you, but I wanted nothing more than Houston to lose. I don't ever want them Absolutely. to win a championship again with those players because. As soon as they won, if they would have won this year, and if they, I mean, they still could, but if they do, all those players still on the team are going to be like somehow vindicated of the cheating scandal. Oh, yeah. Because they're going to look at that and say, fine, say what you want, but like, say what you want about two years ago, but we just won. Like, what do you got on us now? As long as they never win again, we can always just bang trash cans and harass them for the end of time <laughs> for being cheaters with an illegitimate championship. So the fact that they're losing right now is like, I've never been a bigger Braves fan in my entire life. Yeah, man, I, I, I completely agree. I hate the Houston Astros. Um, I like the Rangers here. The, you know, the Texas Rangers are, I guess my team, but Growing up, before I moved to Texas, living in Birmingham, Alabama, like that's the Braves is the only like professional baseball team that's anywhere remotely close to us, and everyone there is Braves fans. Like if you watch MLB, you're watching the Braves, and so it's I've always liked them. Um, not that I like was a super fan or really followed them all that much, but I still I've always liked them, and so <clears throat> it's pretty cool. It's a cool, it's it's a good, and Stevens kind of coming of like sports consciousness more and like he plays baseball. So he's been a lot more interested in like watching the game and like actually watching the game, not just running around and kind of ignoring it and then asking me what's going on. Um, so that's kind of been cool too, to see him like, cause his baseball season just ended. So he's, you know, he's been a little bit more like, I'm like, look, these are the best players. And well, these are cheaters, but those are the best players in the Dude, that's country. tough. That's tough at that age too, because baseball is hands down, aside from golf, the hardest thing for a kid yes. to watch and be excited about. Like even any other sport, basketball, hockey, football, there's enough action that we're like it's easier to captivate a kid. Right. With baseball, especially playoff baseball, because playoff baseball takes a three hour game and turns it into four and a half hours. Because Ugh. these guys take these guys go from like, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 seconds between pitches to like a full freaking minute. Like between single pitches, sometimes it feels like it gets crazy. They, and I and get it. Gotta do Everything's something. Don't magnified. They have a clock now? Well, I, I kind of, I mean, I don't know. The playoffs, 
is kind of different because everything is magnified. Every swing sure. of that matters. When you got a 162 game season, it's like, yeah, you lose. You're going to lose. The best teams lose like 60 plus games. See, I still, year. I still think that's the biggest problem with baseball is the fact that they have 162 games. They can't change. Games. They'll never change that. Why? I know. Because well, as soon as you should. change that, yeah, but if you change that, then the players are going to have to make less money, right? So it's yeah. never going to change right. because that that alone is why it's never going to change. You're never going to have a, a players union agree to okay, let's drop it to 100 games because then the owners are going to be like, great, now I'm only going to pay you two thirds of what you're making, and they're like, mm-hmm. eh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. We'll we'll play the other. That's why and I mean to be fair, it is like America. it is the background noise of the summer as everyone waits for football, right? Correct. So I mean, I still, it's not, I still think that baseball, like when you go see it in person. It's still I one of my it. favorite professional sports because you can still like sit and bullshit with your friends and right. not really miss any of the game. Like you, right. know, like you can <laughs> hang out, you can drink beer. It's like almost like you're at a restaurant, but at the same time, like the game moves at such a pace that you can still watch, and it's just fun. And like if like I was at a game, one of the only games I went to this year, the Rangers came back and almost won. And they were down by like six or seven runs, and the Rangers sucked this year. They're god awful. So all of a sudden, they just started. They tied the game in like the eighth inning, and like, dude, everybody, like, that's just so exciting. You could feel the energy. Like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of being there. Is that even a bad team in a season where they're not going to do anything? That single game and moment can be as exciting as any because you're there. And Mm -hmm. if they like come back or they win or like big plays, yeah, it's. Taking like getting season tickets to the Padres when I came back from Iraq was like one of the best things I did because the girls love it now. Anytime I'm like, hey, you guys want to go to a, a Padres or an Angels game? They're like, yes, 100%. Like yeah, they're all that's on cool. board with it. They love it. And so I'm like, yes. I, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. But so did you see the uh, this last week? Really, the only thing that kind of like popped up and has been kind of crazy. Have you seen? Did you hear about the. Uh, Dave Chappelle stuff. Yeah, I saw the stuff that I don't know. There was some outrage about his Netflix special. Mm-hmm. It, you know what's crazy? It is. It's crazy, dude. Like the cancel culture, and I, I don't even have a lot of context to any of why. But you're like, this is Dave Chappelle. This is like <laughs> one of the most successful comedians in the history of comedy. A black man who's now getting targeted for just making a joke. It's like, you know, what's funny. It's like, this is, we're not even talking about politicians. We're not talking about public, public figures who, who first of all have any sort of like moral authority. You're talking about a comedian. Like, first of all, I don't think comedians, number one, I don't think comedians think of themselves as role models nor Fuck should no. they be role models unless you're a aspiring you want to be a comedian. comedian. Exactly. And at which case, if you're listening to these people, you're probably older, I would hope. Like these yeah. are not role model type people. And second of all, they're making jokes. Like yes. 95% of what comes out of their mouth is probably not how they actually feel or what they actually like believe. It is a joke. It is yes. literally 
the whole point of their existence of a, as a career is to say shocking things that piss you off. And so you just latch onto the bait and get crazy. And it's like, yo, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Have so you what, seen, did, what, what did he say? Have you well, first did off, you have you it? seen Jerry? Yeah, I saw it. I watched it last week. Um, I don't know, like Thursday, Friday. I, I, it wasn't that long ago. Um, the, and, the only specials, the only comedy specials that like I don't miss that I like watch are Bill Burr's. Oh, like God, anytime yes. Bill Burr has like a, a comedy special out, I'll, I'll watch that all day. Wait, like, so you haven't seen? Did you see Chappelle's last one? So he's had three with Netflix. I haven't seen dude, any of them, dude. You have got to go watch those. Are they but good? It's be, oh, so I mean, Chappelle's amazing. So okay, that's so a you know, question. you did you see Bill Burr's last one when he was in London? Yeah, Paper Tiger. Yes, Paper yes, Tiger. A, Paper Tiger came out the same time as, or right around the same time that Chappelle's second one came out, which was um, Sticks and Stones. Dude, it is exactly. It's very similar. It's not like he doesn't hit make fun of women as much, but dude, he absolutely just annihilates like cancel culture and stuff. He goes after him just like Bill Burr does, and um, he. In that one, in Sticks and Stones, he goes after the LGBTQ whatever, and it is hilarious, hilarious. And he like represents him, and then he kind of makes fun of like the gender thing a little bit, like you just identify as whatever you want. And he's like, "I'm gonna so if I identify as a like a Korean person, and then which is funny because everybody, that was a joke, and then there was there's this big influencer like yeah, this who's year, like I now, yeah, a London Korean. dude." <laughs> Yeah, he yes. goes, I identify with the Korean culture. Yes. And people are like, wait a minute, what? Because <laughs> like they said Chappelle's joke is racist, and then they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. You can't do that. Like, that's yeah. racist. Anyhow, anyway, so, dude, it's none of it is bad. All of it is, it's, it's joking, it's comedy, it's good. There is some truth to Chappelle's stuff. Chappelle has always jumped on and made fun of and ridiculed white people. And the way white people interact with black people, it's still funny. There's still some, still some truth to some of it. That's why it's funny. Um, he's always been a very big advocate of like pro black. I mean, he even says in this special, he goes, "Look, I don't have everybody knows. I don't. It's not the LGBTQ family or group of people that I have a problem with. It's I don't hate any group. Everyone knows I hate white people." It's the white people that I hate. I was like, everybody knows this. And so like, he's like, well, I don't give a shit what, anything else. I don't care. It's white people I have a problem with. But he, man, he's, it's, it's really good. It's nothing bad. The thing that kind of that is ridiculous is, so you saw the, like his rebuttal or his thing, like before one of his shows. So they're like, he's trying to get canceled. Netflix. Netflix employees walk out on Netflix as a demonstration to get because Netflix refused to take it off. And I thought Netflix's response was pretty badass because they basically said they're like, he's a comedian. We paid him to do this and to force people to think and see and like this is creative. Like this is what our we've asked our comedians to do on Netflix. So we're not taking it down. When they went and they said that they had like a demonstration, whatever. So did you yeah, see? Yeah, cool. You saw all these people, all these people walking out are a bunch of like what? 
completely replaceable employees. It's like the reason you exist is because talent like Dave Chappelle is drawing millions of people to your platform. So you're going to walk out like, good, be gone, get replaced, enjoy unemployment. You're, you're like that the whole, like, I don't even understand the purpose of that symbolically. It's like, you're a clown. Well, yeah, how many want- of those people were white people? All, all, and probably, almost all of them. How many of them were straight white people who Most were probably like, I'm offended by this. The person yeah. that the joke didn't even target in the slightest because no. they're so woke that they just like, they have to make up for all the nasty, oppressive white people's past. That Look, like, this is somehow doing, doing any sort of good or like changing we have, anything. We've gotten to the point where our lives here in the United States is, are so easy that people are having to create things to be oppressed about or oppressed by or offended. And they're having to create like what to like stand for. No, because they don't have purpose in their life. Because it's a godless country. They don't have purpose. They mean nothing. You go to a different country, you go to like the St. Vincent, you go to some of these other, like, I don't know, 95% of the world. And like, they have to like they don't have time to worry about LGBTQ and blah 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 and all this other bull or being woke and offended by every fucking thing because they have to like figure out how they're going to have enough money by the end of the week to buy groceries because they live in a third world country and they're living in a tent and like they have real problems. We don't have real problems anymore because we've gotten to the point where our country is so advanced and these people need some adversity. In their freaking lives, real adversity. I think we need to be invaded. It's my personal opinion, bro. We are, yeah, we're we're way. We, we need way, like China. We need like a real five war with China in the United States to like remind people how fucking unbelievable we have it compared to everybody else. But anyway, I digress. You saw Chappelle's response, right? The whole like thing where he says like you're gonna, I'll sit down with anybody, but you're not. I'm not gonna be summoned by anybody. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, I'll, I'll, he's like, I'll meet with the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. He's like, 100%. He's like, I don't have a problem with you. First of all, it was a joke. He's like, and I would be happy to talk with all of you. He's like, but I'm not going to be summoned by you, and I'm not going to bend a knee to you. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll meet with you at a place of my choosing, at a time of my choosing, and if you admit somebody isn't funny and i don't remember who it was yeah some but apparently some, it's some terribly not funny probably woke like pseudo political yes that's comedian. what i would assume but she, he also said you ha- the others the last stipulation is you have to have watched his last special start oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to finish okay yeah. when he goes to the finish dude it really i'm not kidding like it got serious there wasn't a lot of jokes at the end the, probably the last 10, 15 minutes of that special wasn't funny. It was just intense. And just I mean, real? it was kind of funny. He, it was very real. And he had some pretty good, he had a couple things that were pretty funny just because the story was funny. Um, but he talks about a story about a friend of his that he made and he went and did some stand up in San Diego. I think it was San Diego or San Francisco. And there was this uh, transgender man who is now a woman or dresses as a woman. 
And he had seen her in a bunch of the shows and then a bunch of his shows, like small, like not big shows, like him where he's trying out new material and different things. Right. So she's laughing her butt off. And then like somehow they end up getting to like, he noticed that she had been there for a bunch of different shows. He meets her. They become really decent friends. So his, the the story, the funny parts is basically he reaches out to her. He's like, I'm going to do a show in San Diego or in San Francisco. I need an opener her like lifetime goal was to be a stand-up comedian. Like that was her dream. And so he calls her. He's like, I want you to just open for me. And he's like, she did 45 minutes and it was terrible. And she, <laughs> said she was not funny at all. <laughs> like her set was terrible. She bombed. And he's like, but I got to respect this person because he's like, she came out right after that. He's like, of course I killed it. You know, everyone laughs and he's like, but she came up, sat in front, laughed at all my jokes, like didn't hide. He's like, if it was me or anybody I know, my friends are comedians that they'd have bombed that bad. They would have left the fucking building. The second oh, they dude, got down, they'd have been out I'd of leave there. the state. I, yeah, that's so terrifying. She, I don't know exactly. how comedians do it. I don't know I don't how either. they do it. So she <laughs> doesn't do that. She stays there. And he's like, some people started kind of like ridiculing her. And then finally some guy, some drunk guy in the back, like he kind of like, Hey, give a round of applause for my friend here, blah, blah. And then they kind of got quiet. And the guy was like, Hey, does the carpet, she's a big blonde wig on. And he's like, does the carpet match the drapes? And it kind of, he said it got kind of quiet and it was just a little bit too, it's just too much. And it was just rude. And you're personally said, attacking somebody. It's yeah, like, and like thing, everybody's if you're not like, funny, on, you're not like, funny. Like, that's fine. Right. You're but at like, a comedy what? club to hear it. What do we like? He's just saying like, Hey, this is my friend. Like this wasn't like, it was just awkward. And and Chappelle said that he's like, it was just, you know, it was just hateful, but you know, whatever, like we're all moving on. And when he's like, without even missing a beat, she didn't even look over. She goes, she just goes, sir, I don't have carpet. I have hardwood floors down there. (laughs) And everyone just like, he's like, everyone exploded in laughter. Chappelle didn't see it coming. He like fell to the ground laughing. She just handled it. Best joke of the night. Oh, fuck it. He's like, so then he said, she ends up like he's hanging out or she's hanging out with him at the end in the backstage with him and some friends. And turns out like she really is funny. She just doesn't know how to do stand up comedy. So he's like, hey, I want to help you out a little bit. I can work with you, you know, give you some pointers. Maybe I can help you out and on some of your stuff. Like, but he, she is really funny person and had all of them laughing and stuff. And so he goes on and then he's like, then Sticks and Stones comes out. He makes these jokes about LGBTQ. They, he does say, he's like, then you guys, you know, they ran me all over or dragged me all over Twitter, which I don't give a fuck because it's not a real fucking place. And he just paused and everyone's like, yeah, you know, give them like cheers and on. And then, so then this girl, this guy, this transgender man. Well, it's a transgender woman, right? Well, it's a man. It's a he's born a man. He dresses as he's a he's a tranny. He's a trans. That's a transgender. A, yeah, but that's a transgender woman. Okay, whatever. Yeah, he's biologically. I'm male, almost. I'm saying dresses that as, a, as question. a woman. I don't I'm know. Saying that as a question <laughs> and a statement because I I get these confused. If if you're a man and you identify as a woman, you are a transgender woman. Meaning. When you say yeah. you're a transgender woman, that's not your biological makeup. Right. Okay, so yeah, so she's and, not and a transgender the, man. She was born a man. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's a transgender woman. 
Yes, and I don't think this was at the time, or I don't think she's had a lot of surgery by the way he, that's just my assumption, is that because, and I'm trying to be respectful of her, it, because of the story, and he, uh, it just made it seem like it was pretty obvious that he was a dude, that she was a dude dressed as a woman. But anyway, so she, she stands up for him on Twitter, and the LGBTQ family are, tribe or group or people cancels her too right absolutely destroys her for like a week drags her through twitter dude that's her response to twitter there's no sincerity to that oh no of course not and he absolutely and he's just mad and then he said and then a week after that she killed herself oh shut up not kidding are you kidding me no not a joke Oh no. And it's on the special dude. It's not like, this isn't funny. This is, this is very real. And you can tell Chappelle is fucking livid and he's just, and he's trying, he's like, and I am, he's like, that was my friend. Like that was my friend. And I don't know. And he did say, he's like, look, I don't know what all skeletons she had in her closet. I don't know. I didn't know her personal life super deep. There may have been plenty other things going on. He said, but that shit sure didn't help. Sure. Shit did not help being drugged through and being attacked like that. And he basically in his special calls them out and is like, you're going to like, if you're going to treat, you know, us or treat me different, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but you're to do that to the someone else. And he just, his whole point, like by the end of the special, there is no way in the, the beginning of the special, he has some awesome fucking brutal, brutal jokes, making fun of LGBTQ, making fun of our society in general. Did you hear about the, the baby joke? Have you heard about any of this? No. The baby joke is awesome. So there's a rapper named Da Baby. Da Baby, I guess, got pissed off and made some something happened, and he, his mic was still on. And he made a bunch of like really super anti-gay jokes or st- not even jokes, like just said a bunch of stuff angrily. I don't know. Even so, Chappelle's like, "Look, I go hard in the paint." He's like, "But even I listened to that." I was like, "Damn, Da Baby," and so. He well, goes, there's jokes, you, there's jokes and there's hate, right? And this was, yeah. And so he gets canceled. Like the guy has like the top streaming artist in the United States. And then he, this happens and they turn on him and he is like, um, uh, he goes, let's, let's dive into this a little bit. And, you know, you got to understand the baby. He's a little bit crazy. He's kind of got a crazy past. Um, the baby, he's like, this is a real story. You can look it up if you Google it, if you want the baby killed a guy in Walmart in North Carolina. He shot what? and killed him. Yeah. He went Ray Lewis in a Walmart? Yep. And supposedly, I didn't look at all this. His, the stuff I'd heard was that it was just a, um, it was self-defense or something. Like he got attacked. I don't know. But he got off on self-defense. Like he, and he gets scot-free. Kills another black man. Okay. He shoots and kills another black man in a Walmart in North Carolina. That's fine. So he's like, you, he's like, you didn't, um, he's like, and that didn't do anything to his career. And then he just sits there and he goes, so you know where I'm going with this. He's like, so (laughs) (laughs) he's like, so a, a man can kill another. And he says the N word, but he's like another black man and nothing happens to his career. But God forbid you hurt the gay people, a gay person's feelings. <laughs> and people, I mean, he just, and he says a couple other things that are pretty brutal, but, uh, but are fucking hilarious. And 
not wrong. And he's like, no, but that's, by the time you the most- get to the end of it, dude, there's no fucking way you can listen to that whole thing and go like, he's, he's against gay people or he's against transgender. He's, he's transphobic. Right. No right. way in hell. Making- and that's why he said that. And he's like, you have to listen to this whole thing. And dude, it was, he, it was he's good, making but points. Intense. He's making points to the absurdity of where we've got. Yeah. Like just like the shit he did on Chappelle's show. That's horrifying that 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 transgender woman killed herself and I, like you said it, you don't know what else she was dealing with that may sure. have led to that but undoubtedly the community oh. that she's a part of right so essentially yeah. you have a transgender woman who probably throughout most steps of her life has been an outcast and then yep. for the one community that she identifies with to come at her that aggressively yeah. It's like what, what how isolated could you possibly be at that point? Like how how isolated could she feel? And it's like that's the thing. It's like you can be that's where we're at in society, right? Like it doesn't even matter what you think or what you how you identify or how you live. If you don't follow the group think mm-hmm. of of whatever sector you're in, they're just going to eat you alive. Like the absurdity has just gotten to a point where it's not, it's, it's nonsensical. You're not even, you're not even fighting for the points that you originally intended to make. You're just fighting to fight. You're just mad to be mad. You're just canceling people to cancel people because no one is, no one on this earth is ever going to truly accept any group of people or way of life because we're all just humans. We're all flawed. We're all well. We should be able to like, accept the fact that we're all human, and that. But like, like it's insane. No, but what I'm saying is, groups, what I'm saying is, you're never going to be able to eradicate. Oh yeah, hate yeah, yeah. And prejudice on of this. Of course earth. not. There's right. always going to be, no matter how right or well intentioned you are. There's always going to be people on this earth that are evil that are going to attack you for thinking, Anything. living, or being different from what they think. Correct. Yeah, you're but right. At this point, at this point, we've just gotten to a point where now everyone is so guarded against that that they just think anyone that's not living within your bubble is against you. And so yeah. now we're just going to pick apart everyone, and, and even those within. And you're just like, it, it, it's just like what? Well, like, what, what happened to tolerance? Originally, the goal was just tolerance, and then all course, of a sudden, yeah. from tolerance, from tolerance, it came from complete and utter compliance like blind willful compliance and Regardless so it's like of you, what who you are as an individual right and, and i think like, that's the well, issue why can i not why can i not love and respect you as a fellow human and completely disagree with half of the things you say or do it doesn't matter it's your life and this is my life right but there's 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 human principles that come to it of love respect and acceptance that we certainly should all be striving for. But if you're waiting for some utopia where everyone decides to live exactly the way you want it to be lived, then guess what? You will die unhappy 10 times out of 10. <laughs> it's going to be 10 times out of 10. Miserable. Well, so it, it, what? I, I think the, the some of it that exacerbates it, though, and we've talked about this plenty of times on the show, is is the social media aspect of it because it, it disconnects the human out of it. It takes the human like emotions out and that you're actually talking to or trying to hurt. You're actually hurting a person. Like I guarantee you most of these LGBTQ people that are throwing, that were 
you know, just thrashing her on Twitter. If they were in front of her and sitting with her or sitting with her and Chappelle and her and them, they would have a conversation and figure this shit out and they'd be fine, but they're just going to, they're not even, it's just, it's unbelievable. And and you see it in every aspect, like white people do it. Black people do it. You have what one black person stands up and says, Hey, you know what? Like, I'm not like, not all police are bad. And then you get a bunch of angry, not all black people, but you get a group of black people that yell at them and, then, and white people do the same damn thing. It's just, but on, but you mainly see it on like these social media platforms where it's, you're able to say it and you don't have to like, Acknowledge you don't that have they're to own human. It. Well, you don't have to really, own it. Yeah, you that just have, you can from just you. type run some it's anonymous shit. You, you know what? You don't have to see the effect on their face. You can't feel their emotion. You can't. You can't have like it. Just it's it's such bullshit, and it's hard for me I, to I relate on that aspect because, and I've heard other celebrities talk about this, like how they've had to disconnect from social media because of how toxic it can be because like you said, people are hiding behind anonymity when they're mm -hmm. making just yeah. saying horrific things that they would never say, or they would never, they would never own that they themselves said it. Right. But or even if, and random if they had avatar, to, they would random, never say it to the name. person. They could never do it in person ever. It, even it if always, they had their own name, their real name attached to their Twitter thing or whatever handle. Right. They could never do it in person. It always surprises me, though, that that people receiving it take it at face value or take it as hard as they do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you if, if we just had a flood of people on our Instagram just messaging us day after day that we absolutely suck at podcasting and we should stop and we should kill ourselves. Like, is any of that going to honestly affect you? No, no, it, like it wouldn't affect me either. In fact, even if it was people I knew, I would probably just laugh. So it's like a part of me, I don't understand how connected people get to this anonymous mm -hmm. discourse on social media as if it's like actual reality. It's fantasy. Yeah. It's fantasy both in who's saying it and what they're saying because they never would say it to your face. And no. if they would say it to your face, then there, at least there's something more to it. Like I can take that at face value. I don't take anything at face no, value on social media. Right. And so it always kind of, it's sad, but it, all, it also surprises me to hear famous people or celebrities or, or just any random people who get so wrapped up into social media to where that actually affects them to a point where they would they would hurt themselves it's 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 I, yeah. dude it's it's honestly it's tragic but it is at the and same I, point, can't, I don't we, understand it none, neither one of us can because you can't like I, i'm not a professional maybe um now this podcast is never gonna be popular but let's say like like we've never been in that position where there's like movie stars or, you know, where we're the, in that kind of a, a high profile person. And then you just sit there and start getting going on this rabbit hole comments of people just bashing the shit out of you. And you're like, you don't even fucking know me. Like I, I can't imagine there's sports people that do it. That's Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, like arguably the, like the best oh, top yeah. three players in the NBA, dude, he is like notorious for going out and like commenting to Twitter <sighs> trolls or like Instagram people and like getting in these stupid like comment threads 
And you're oh, yeah. just like, Kevin, Kevin, this could be like an eight-year-old in his basement who just <laughs> ha- like happens to be a Knicks fan and you're on the Brooklyn Nets. Like, bro, let it go. Like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, God. But I can, like, I, I've never been in that position, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe at some point, eventually it does. Or if you just, you just, maybe every once in a while, you just kind of get down that, that you get stuck on it and you read a bunch of these comments and it just pisses you off because you know these people are, could never do what you do. I don't know. I don't know what it is that, that just eats these people alive on some of them, but. I Bill think Burr, for, Bill Burr was like, I'll, I'll read the comments after I do like a show or a special. He's like, and then as soon as I read the first bad one, I'll stop. <laughs> and then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. That yeah, was good. Yeah, oh, that's, fuck you. I'm out. You're like, man, yeah, I, got cool. this, I got the first six comments were outstanding. Like, that's a new record. I got this six people before I got the first <laughs> one. Bill Burr is a white racist. It's like, oh, okay. He's married to a black woman, but okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, he has sex with a black woman regularly. That's how stupid. Has, that's has how children stupid with people them. are. But you know, you know, that doesn't count. All right, man. Well, that's all I've got, man. I think that uh, I'm. I think next episode we'll get into some. I found some really cool, interesting things about ADHD. I have ADHD, and I kind of got on this weird. I don't know. Somebody shared something, and I look. I start reading the articles and. There's some pretty pretty interesting things uh, as we learn and develop more about them. So next episode, we'll have to touch base on that and talk about my mental disability. All right. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.